0: Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. I'm Andrew Dow with Saunders and Associates. It is time for another Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings and events on the East End. Joined today by Steve Glick. Welcome back. Thank you. Dave Retiner, back again, and also back again, Kieran Brew. How are you? Gentlemen, doing great. Not your first rodeo. He's been on here a couple of times. I think this is number four on the Happening in the Hamptons podcast. I think so. Which okay so before we get into the whole but you real love estate podcast yes yeah. I want to talk exactly. about, about that Mr podcast so I, I, I don't know if we inspired you I'll say we totally inspired, inspired you me. I'll tell you the story. But you have your own podcast, which you absolutely should check out, called Bruce Cafe. Bruce Cafe, I like you, it. You can get it on anywhere. Uh,
1: it's very legit. You can Get it on anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I, I have a whole. A whole microphones list. and guests and everything. Yeah, it's like yeah, the it's, it's, it's 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 real crazy. deal. <laughs> so it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. It's definitely a spinoff of the of the uh, happening in the Hamptons Cafe. So that means that this podcast has reached a, a level of of, of, <laughs> of legitimacy <success>. <laughs> <laughs> because you now have a spinoff. So, but yeah, it, it occurred because, uh, when you guys first started this, you were like, Hey, uh, you know, any, any agents out there want to be on, give me a call, reach out to one of us. So I sent you a text, Dave. And I was like, what would be great is if you get like, I'll come on and get like a couple other people and we'll, we'll talk about like horror stories, you know, things. And and Dave was like, uh, you know, you can do your own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, okay, I guess Challenge that, that idea didn't fly. <laughs> but you, just, you said all you need is a phone. And so it got me thinking, and naturally I just I went on yeah. YouTube, just like anything else, and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you really can. You really can do this. So yeah. I, I ordered a box from Amazon. This everything need, do it. It. Yeah. and everything uh, I needed. And I listened to a lot of podcasts. So I was like, I could do this. And the, the whole Brews Cafe thing is because... I used to own a restaurant and bar in New York City, and I'd spend a lot of time with one elbow on the bar and a foot on the brass rail just hearing people's stories and talking to them oh, and listening yeah. to them. And so, you know, it's something I don't hang out in bars anymore, and uh, it's something that I miss. And it's actually better now because there's actually the conversations are actually more interesting and, <laughs> and <laughs> <Yeah>. less repetitive.
2: <laughs> I, I listen to it, and, uh, oh, thank you, you know, I really, I, you're very calming on this. With uh, yeah, well, a thank very you. soothing voice, and the opening sequence is great. It took a, that was yeah.
1: that was that was one of the hardest things. It took a while you're in like, the beginning, well, like the ramping up right was it's hard. Really peaceful. I see. I hate the scripted part. Like the, the scripted part is, I, the, I least, like is so the least is the least natural like. for me. So, uh, but it's been fun. We've got had a lot of great guests, and I've got some really fun guests coming on. Uh, in fact, today I'm interviewing uh, East Hampton Town Police Chief Mike Sarlo. Oh, cool! Go. And that'll be really fun.
2: Yeah, like um, a good
1: guy to know. Good guy to know. Yeah, Fortunately, yeah, yeah. I don't get in trouble like I used to, so it's not as, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not as useful as it might have been at in, in, in one time in my life. But uh, but that'll be good. I've got a former NCAA basketball champion, Mike Do- uh, Matt Daugherty, coming on in a couple of weeks uh, yeah. right before. Right, I think it's going to be the, right, the day after the final final game, the championship game. Oh, but cool. he won it with North Carolina in 1982. And um, he was on the team with Michael Jordan. Thank God for our oh, police wow, out here. Oh wow, that's a good yeah, one. It's gonna be fun. So, thank God for what,
2: Dave? No, I was just thinking you—you talking about uh, Sarlo? Like, it's like thank God for these these cops out here. I know that it's annoying. We see them on the side, you know, they're, and they're you know they get people for uh, speeding or whatever. But I feel like the police presence here is so good compared to any other area. You know, it's like,
1: it's a challenge. He's, you know, he's he's hit by the they labor got a, shortage yeah, just as they, much as anybody. They I mean, got a they got jobs a tough pay job. Well and and, like, it's it's tough to it's tough to get people to fill those positions yeah. nowadays. It's like anything else out here Yeah, so that we'll, we'll definitely talk about. Uh, yeah Interesting. But, uh, but yeah, it's been it's been great I've had some great guests and, and and everybody's everybody's eager to do it. Everybody asks is like yeah sure I'll come on your podcast nice so, um, Yeah, so I've had I've had a lot of fun with
0: it speaking of basketball. How's your bracket looking?
1: Uh, my bracket—it's kind of funny because my whole left side is completely busted. Yeah. Like X, the whole <laughs> thing is a giant X on it. But I'm still in first place in my pool, <laughs> so it's just a matter of time. I so understand. who do you got? Who'd you pick winning at all? I have Kansas winning at all. Who okay. do you have? You? I'm going with Duke. I'm going with Duke. <laughs> come oh. on, come, oh. come on, Duke. I just said my boy to. played for North Carolina, so I usually <laughs> pick one bracket that has North Carolina going all the yeah. way. And I didn't do that this year because I really didn't think they were going to get past Baylor. And this is going to be the year they go all the way. So, all right. All Who right. do you have, Dave? Me? Yeah, nothing. I got Kansas. Uh, you got Kansas. Yeah, all Good right. for you. So
0: i don't really i don't really do you don't really follow it, it. i actually didn't do a bracket this year <laughs> <laughs> which you then i saw NASCAR solved. bracket well it's, i used to do nascar brackets yeah actually <laughs> um <laughs> something like that like a fantasy thing um but uh, i did win it once in in college i won my bracket i didn't know what i was doing i did kind of pick that's, teams. nobody yeah, that's knows what they're just doing as well it's yeah. just as well yeah. um all right let's talk a little real estate uh is the ride over is the ride over? well
1: i mean that's uh, everybody's been talking about that since the ride began you know it's it's like we've been that on have. this uh that, they, yeah. Yeah. yeah so where's the top kind of where's the bottom go it's, ahead Karen. well it's you know <laughs> it's it's like that old mark twain yarn about uh, the the uh you know news of my death has been uh, greatly exaggerated mm. right because it's been you know months now everybody's saying oh it's 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 winding down it's winding down and i actually read an article in in a like a legitimate real estate newspaper that said things are cooling off and, and things are looking better for buyers because prices only went up nineteen point five percent.
2: Yeah. Instead yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: of nineteen point eight percent. So it's like, Wow, yeah. that's really working <laughs> the numbers pretty hard there. You know, yeah. that's that's still a nineteen percent <laughs> increase. So uh, there are some signs that I think uh, we have to take a good look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's some real,
2: head, like interest rates. That's a real. head. Interest
1: rate. rates are, are interesting. But another factor that's more applicable to us out here is um, is the fact that there are more available rentals than there have been in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's very what true. that does is it gives buyers options. Whereas the, for the last two years, have, buyers have, have had, no had a, a, one option, like bid more. Right. That's about it. And now, historically, people in this market have always been around this time of year. It's like, well, if I don't find anything by say May, I'm going to have to take, take a rental, and right. I'll either keep looking, not look, look in the fall, and you know, it just kind of um, it it just kind of changes the uh, it changes the the pressure on the buyers yeah, sure. to have to do that. Makes something. a lot of
3: sense. We're looking at we're talking about rentals yesterday. yesterday yeah. There was yeah. over six thousand available rental properties here in the Hamptons. And when you compare it to how many available sale properties actually available that are not in a contract there's about you know seven hundred and fifty properties for sale. So someone like what Kieran's saying, they're like saying, well, it's a it's a uh, tenants market for renters.
1: Mm, you yeah, know, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they could. I wouldn't go that far because when you break it, it down it for what they're looking for, yeah. what people want, it's still it's still slim pickings. You know, it's still like you, you really have to, you, if you find something you like, you have to move on it because there's not a ton in every category. When you look at 6,000 rentals, that covers a lot of ground. So that covers everything from a little two bedroom shack in North sea to, and different periods of time. So, but if, you know, we still get these things every single day saying, I'm looking for, you know, a rental of, uh, you know, blah, 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 budget $300,000. It's, can you imagine that you have three hundred thousand yeah. dollars to rent a house and you can't find one? It's amazing, and that's it's still going on. We still okay. get those emails every day. So the question, you know, the, 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 I'm sorry, but go ahead. Um, no, now I lost my train of thought, Dave. Oh, why'd no, you do that? <laughs> well, the question, ask?
2: the question that I, oh, I lost my train of thought too. No, I'm just I'm just <laughs> I'm just no, no. So the the God, question God. that I have really is is how many of those six thousand people can't pay their mortgage unless they get that rent. Um, I don't know how many of those people are under pressure. Like how many people overextended themselves during the pandemic? My moment?
1: guess, my guess would and be. And is that a real number? To my think guess would about. be not that many. I think the people that are in that situation are still the same people that were in that situation before the pandemic. Right. I don't think people that bought and paid a lot in the pandemic are susceptible to the ups and downs of the markets. Yeah, sure. um, you know, one of the things about real estate that's really interesting and why this conversation almost doesn't matter is because as much as people like to talk about, hey, how's the market? How's the market? How's the market? The reality is that people buy and sell real estates for about five different reasons besides how the market's doing. And most of them are way more important. I'm not using the house anymore. I'm, you know, I want to move. I'm, you know, I need to, I need to move money in my 1031. There are so many mm-hmm. factors that, that factor into it besides, gee, I think it's a good time to sell because it's high. Yeah. I do think it's a good time to sell. And the, the problem with waiting like waiting for everything else is we don't know the answer to is the ride over until it happens you know like you have a blindfold on you don't know when the, the 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 roller coaster is going to stop going chick 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 and start going down it doesn't go down necessarily here until it's over and we were talking the other day uh it's it's not my line I've stolen it. I've stolen it from another real estate agent at another company, and I can't remember who it is, or I'd give them credit. But the best time—it's probably an old yarn anyway. The best time to buy Hamptons real estate was five years ago.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know?
1: and and that's absolutely true. And you right. you can't. You can't take advantage of that until you actually buy. Mm-hmm. Like the clock, does, the clock keeps ticking because you know, the worst time to buy real estate is in five years or in three right. years. Yeah. And I think sellers really need to take a hard look at what's going on in the market and say, well, if I am waiting out the market, you know, I'm not going to know it's going down until it's a buyer's market again. And it's only a seller's market because people aren't selling. Mm-hmm. It was a buyer's market for years because people weren't buying. And mm-hmm. we were saying to buyers, look, it's a buyer's market. You need to buy. Mm-hmm. Now's the time. Don't mm-hmm. don't wait. Don't wait. And now they waited and they're like, gee, why is everything so expensive?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, say, I, say, it, I say it many, many times. I, I think I say it a couple of times in this podcast, but I say it a, a lot in my, in my life, which is, you know, your whole life can pass you by before you decide to make real decisions. Like, and like. You know, one of those decisions is getting married. One of those decisions is having kids. I was going to say, one "Gee, Dad, you're really yeah. <laughs> you've gotten wise lately." <laughs> you know, one, of, and, and, one of those decisions. Parenthood is, will do that. Yeah, one of those decisions is buying a house, and like, you know, I'm almost forty, and I I can't tell you how many friends I have that are, you know, hitting hitting forty or getting close to forty, and haven't done any of those, what? and they're all saying, "Oh, well, it's not a good time to buy," or. You know, oh, you it's know, know like, what's that, that line? What's ready, that line from I'm not ready to get married and Steve. it's like listen man, you're gonna be you know, you're getting there,
3: you know. What's that line from Shawshank Redemption? Get
2: busy, get living, busy living or, or get, get busy, busy dying. dying. <laughs> it's really true. There you go. That's a great And story. that fear <laughs> that fear is so that fear of, of getting over is so hard to get over for a lot of it's hard for me. You know, Good. I had to like yeah. meditate on it. You know what I mean? It was yeah. it's hard for everybody, you know. It, it, it is it, you know, it is but you have it.
1: to you have to find a way um, yeah. you know it's it's and and like we were talking the other way, the other day it's it's difficult around here cuz there's less available but one of the best things you can do especially as a younger person looking to make a real estate investment or to buy a home is to have something that has potential income yeah you know either a two-family or something that you can rent out during the summer if you have another place to live because that just uh you know for one thing it's always good to have a second income stream especially nowadays everybody's got a side hustle mine just doesn't happen to pay the podcast is not a is not, a, not a money. Yeah. Uh, happening. but, but I do sponsors. rent my house. I've I'm, always had yeah, rental yeah. income, and it's uh, you know when I when I first bought in Brooklyn, I bought a two family, and you know it was by far the best investment I've I've ever made.
2: I'm going through it, you know, like um, I think about renting. I know Dowdy, you rent out your house. I'm thinking about renting my house, and we just don't have a place to go. And I'm seriously yes. considering renting like an RV. Yeah. People do it and like People RVing it. around. People do it you know. for like two weeks. They're like, "I'll yeah, test your marriage." <laughs> and I'm just like, "What am I thinking?" Like, well, I live in a trailer. Year. You know, I've, I've, I've been in a trailer for the
1: summers for uh, for every year for the last uh, you, know, whatever, like, you know ten years.
2: It's just tough because you know you you buy the to House and you want it's weird how much you want to be there in the summer it is it is and you really have to get over it you have to be like okay even as a local even as a local like i can't even imagine how it would feel if you're from out of town and then you bought a house and you can't use it for the summer because you rented it you know yeah it's gotta be tough.
1: Well, you know, for a lot of people, because Hamptons houses you only get so many
2: summers, you know. Yeah, just, you yeah. do.
1: But you know, Hamptons houses are a little bit different from what I was talking about before. In that, a lot of them are investment vehicles, so yeah. people do look at them that way. I, I what I always say is that I can't afford to live in my own house because the kind of money that I can get there in the summer, I can't afford to say no to. Yeah.
2: Right. It's mm. a good point.
0: Very good point. It's a good life. I wanted to bring this up earlier, but this might segue into your, your numbers thing. You said there's 700 and how many available? There is, you know, currently we
3: check your day, there's about like 750 homes. For sale. For, sale. For sale in you know, the Hamptons, what, you know. And pre-pandemic,
0: where were we? I, I mean, what, pre-pandemic like a ball pandemic,
3: you're over, you know, three to 4,000. Really? There's yeah. Many. So yeah. a third yeah. and a quarter of what would yeah, we normally definitely. would see. Wow. I mean, without a doubt, you know, at the firm alone, just at Saunders alone, mm-hmm. we would represent, you know, close to 600 properties
1: you know, on a busy year. Well, if you know? you're thinking of selling and listening to this, um, you know, it's, it's and, and, and you don't have any reason not to sell except that you, you're waiting to see. You know, what are you waiting to see? You're waiting to see the market go down? I mean, if, if it keeps going up? It's it's really if you if it's time to sell it's time to sell. Well, yeah, and it's you also know?
2: good to call you and if they have a number, you know. Well,
1: like, I wasn't going to be that bold, but I'm glad right. you did. <laughs> you, know, if you, if you call Kieran and just say,
2: you know, listen, if you can get me three million, I'm out. You know? That's 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 really, works sometimes. That's really good information yeah. to know. You know, just what what's your number? What's your out number? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really well,
1: unfortunately, that's kind of skewed the market some, too, is that, and that's what made it, has made it difficult for buyers, that a lot of buyers have been turned off. Uh, pricing, we've talked about on this, and I know everybody's talked about it, but it's it's still critical. But for the first time, I've noticed that there's almost a detriment to underpricing, which I've always said you can't underprice in the Hamptons market because the market will drive it up. But I've had people say to me, oh, that, that house is underpriced. It's going to be a bidding war. I don't want to get involved. Mm-hmm. So, Don't even want to try. Again, it's just really important to look at the data, to talk to the data, talk about the data with somebody who knows what they're doing, know what they're talking about. There's a bunch of us out here. Um, there's yeah. a, almost everybody at Saunders. Yeah. Um,
0: You know. Uh, it, so, it's so it's it's worth it. Just one final point before we send it over, to Steve Ford, for the breakdown of sales. As far as rentals go, do you find so there's do you find that kind of like sales everybody's kind of clamoring for that same thing they want that new construction yes. whatever yes. so with rentals I'm, I'm assuming there's probably a sweet spot in the price point and an amenities that is most popular but do you find that like other people are kind of pricing rentals outrageously high uh, well th- because they're like oh you know the market the sales market's crazy so everybody's going to want to rent a house that might rent for you know fifty thousand dollars for two months I'm going to price it at you know seventy five
1: I think more compelling reason was that they were getting it. You know? Right there you the, go. The, for right. the last couple of years, you could pretty much ask not what not whatever you wanted, but certainly a lot more than we were getting pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. So now those prices were somewhat artificially inflated. Um, but renting is a very different beast than selling because it's purely disposable income. There is right. no in, there is no uh, investment value in it. It's it's just an expense. So people are a little bit more less a little less likely to be willing to overpay if they don't have to so I think people are looking at the rental market saying well you know maybe I don't have to uh, you know who knows at the at the last minute I've done July re- I've done August rentals I've done August rentals in August you know so <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah. You, you don't know but it could be that there's not left much left and you're gonna overpay or it could be that there's a lot still on the market and, and you, you might deal. find a deal Yeah. Um, I, uh, I think if you find a good house and you're happy with the price, you should just move on it and, and be done with it. Um, Very good playing, playing the market in real estate, you know, it's, 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 you know, renting is different. Sales is a long-term investment, so it's, it's silly to play the market because, again, in five years, the best time to, best time to sell a house is in five years. Yeah. But right. unless you need to sell it now or want to sell it now or you're thinking, should I sell it now? Should I sell it in six months? Sure.
0: You know. Sound sir. advice. All right, so what's the number, Steve? What do you got? Yeah.
3: Um, <clears throat> so over the past week, there were 33 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. Compared to the same week last year, 2021, there were 56 listings that went into contract. So it's a year over year decrease of 41%. When you compare it to the same week um, in 2020, there were 21 listings that went into contract. So you're looking at an increase of 57%. The breakdown of the 33 transactions this week, there were two between 6 and 8 million, one between 4 and 6 million. 13 between 2 and 4 million and 17 under 2 million. Over the past week, the dollar volume was 75 million. When you compare it to 2021, the dollar volume was 211 million. So there was a lot of- um, Do you have the dollars from 20? Yep, I'm gonna go there in a minute. So um, there's a lot of transactions in 2021, which was a year over year decrease in dollar volume of 64%. We're gonna go back now to 2020. The dollar volume was 52 million. So when you compare it to 2022, it's an increase of 43%. So 2022 is increase in dollar volume of 43%, an increase of sales transactions of 57%. Over the past week, there were 29 new listings that went into contract, I mean, that came onto the market. So with 33 going into contract, that decreases the overall inventory by four listings. So the breakdown of those 29 new listings that came onto the market, there was one over 20 million, one between 10 and 20 million, two between six and eight million five between four and six million eight between two and four million and 12 new listings under two million dollars came out to the market this past week
1: interesting that there was nothing over eight nothing that's, yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's been kind of unusual and that again is a sign that you have to kind of look at because those people those people have been buying hard for the last uh, the eights the the, right. the tens 15s 20s mm-hmm. like we've been seeing that market really strong 20 plus 50 all that craziness yeah. Um, it was those like are surreal. People, like you,
2: we, the conversations we would have in the office would be like surreal. Yeah, the like, like, oh, so yeah, that one's, yeah, area that one's worth twenty seven million. No, yeah. I think that one's worth twenty four million. You know, so it's like I don't want to say it's it slowing we down. About. I don't want to say <laughs> it's slowing down,
1: but you know, that's an indication that those people know what they're doing and they've been <laughs> buying. They've been buying like crazy. Yeah. Um so. I, I really think if you're thinking about selling, it's it's time to stop thinking about it.
0: There <laughs> you have it. If you are still thinking about what to do this weekend. Dave's got you covered. Yes. <laughs> That's good advice. Listen to Dave. All right, Dave.
2: <laughs> all right, this is my big moments. This is this it. This <laughs> is it. Big three. Here we go. All right, so this weekend, the number one ultimate super duper first place gold star thing to do is the Montauk St. Patrick's Day Parade, which is taking place this Sunday at 12 p.m. Ooh. It is a great excuse to drive all the way out to Montauk. It is so much fun. It's... A huge party, and it's also it's it's for everybody. It's family oriented, it's party oriented. It's young people, it's families, it's older people. It is so much fun. Um, I very rarely miss it. I think I've been to it every year most of my life. Um, so I strongly recommend everyone goes to the Montauk St. Patrick's Day parade. It's great. It's like a great time for Montauk too. It's sort of like Montauk's moment. It's like the beginning of summer, in my opinion, for Montauk. It's wow. Like, it's like the moment it's like where you the dafo-
1: like, that daffodils of yeah, Montauk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, you're it's like, fun, oh, yeah, spring is, Montauk. Spring might you know, not be no, that yeah. far yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, you're like, Montauk it is comes out here.
2: here. Montauk you comes know, alive this yeah, Sunday. Yeah, 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 Exactly. So it's exactly. a great thing to do. Um, so don't I'll drink and drive. Yeah, don't drink and drive. There'll be, you know, i sort of Sarlo will be out there in full
1: force, which is a good thing. I'm sure it's all hands on deck. Yeah, yeah,
2: um um, so that's number one. And then number two, I'm going to go with the Spring Crafts Market in East Hampton. This is a craft market, Steve, so you can get some arts and crafts. And where is this? East Hampton? East Hampton, Ashwall Hall in Spring. Nice, okay, good. You know, so you can pick up some local photography. You can get some local
1: jewelry. It's sort of a good one too, if you got if you got kids, right? Yeah. You'd stop on the craft yeah. at the craft fair on the way to or from. Do they the, have uh, the pickles day? Is it Saturday or Sunday? They probably day. are gonna have the pickles there. Ooh.
2: I'm going for that
1: reason. Yeah. All right. I won't go. Probably. It's
3: Saturday. But I love the pickles. It's Saturday. Yeah. You'll go. It's I Saturday. Go. It's Saturday.
2: Never, never, never yeah. It's your
3: day. Sunday, it's your day right? to go out and enjoy yeah. the Hamptons. That pickle guy. I wonder
2: if you know what his life is like in his house. Like, smelly. He just it's has just like <laughs> barrels of yeah. pickle yeah. juice all over yeah. the place. Like it bath- smells like <laughs> vinegar. His bathtub has like tons of pickles yeah. and He's pickles grown
3: them, them in every every
2: corner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's what I envision. Yeah, you know, people knock on his door. One and, could you know, hope. Let me get a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's gotta be funny. for Halloween.
3: He gives out pickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Probably.
2: <laughs> his kid like <laughs> brings a pickle in for show and tell. Yeah. I could go on. All right. So, and then the third thing. <laughs> Does he play pickleball? No, he <laughs> he plays pickleball. Oh, boy. Here no, goes. you can't. Is the third thing pickleball? <laughs> He's the sponsor for the pickleball.
1: That's yeah. like a thing now, though. Oh, pickleball. That's, hey, <laughs> Hamptons.com. Yeah, yeah. I saw it on Hamptons.com. Otherwise, I wouldn't it's even know age. about it.
2: <laughs> yeah. God. I'm, I'm making fun of the, you know, we're making. But excellent pickles. Excellent pickles. This guy, the pickle guy. The Hamptons pickle guy. Unbelievable pickles. All right. Third thing, at the Parish Art Museum presents insights into the artistic process by 10 local artists. So that is also happening this weekend. Um, and it's also a very good excuse to go to the beautiful Parish Art Museum. And did you guys notice on the Parish Art Museum where they put up the sign during the pandemic that said everything is going to be all right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all different colors. I love that. That was really cool. I really thought that was cool. So anyway, that's, that's Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And some of the uh, participating artists include Bill Albertini, Roz Diamond, Robin Giannis, Brianna Hernandez, Mary Jaffe, Seth Lowe, Scott McIntyre, Anne Sealback, and Janice Stanton. I don't know any of these artists but I'm but not, if you want to learn world, something about but you know what you like insight. <laughs> but i it's Saturday. Saturday. you know, if you got a kid you can bring a kid well that's there. all the you more know,
1: reason why you should uh, go to this great way to i mean you really need to you really need to discover, need yeah. some to discover yeah. these Learn artists. something culture. new so that the so year from now we won't be able to you won't be able to say that it's like oh yeah Jaffe I'm a big Jaffe fan
2: so yeah. you never know you know you, you know, slip you a painting you know, for, you know you give you a free painting and it's good investment it's worth a zillion dollars yeah. one day yeah. could, could happen know. you know? could make, an NFT, Jack, make all, an NFT all of Jackson's dollars <laughs> um, all right that's what's going on
0: thanks Steve. you had anybody offer to buy real estate with NFTs and Bitcoin yet uh, bitcoins yeah, yeah. Uh, not, uh, not, uh, not, 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 not NFTs yet that's a whole that's a whole separate podcast all right uh, Kieran, always a pleasure. Thank you, thanks gentlemen. so much, guys. Appreciate you having me. Uh, quick shout out to our show sponsor, the Happening in the Hamptons podcast, sponsored by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit newyorktitle.com or titleinsurance.com. And that'll do it for this Thursday. I'm Andrew Dowd. Thanks so much for listening, and that's what's happening in the Hamptons.